Welcome to the Salted Carmel Podcast from Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Parish in, guess where, Carmel, Indiana. We have had the pleasure to invite our parishioners and those connected to our parish to share their faith journeys to the world. And David and I just get to ride along with it. And it has been an awesome experience for us in this past year. I'm Jody Curtis, a parishioner at the parish. And with me is my fabulous co-host, David Cook, the stewardship director at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. David, who's our guest today? Hi, Jody. Our guest today is Pam Malone. Hey, Pam, how are you doing? Really good. How are you? Just dandy. You want to tell us about yourself and your involvement with Our Lady Mount Carmel? Sure. So I was born with the parish and I'm currently the technology teacher at Our Lady Mount Carmel Catholic School. Nice. And then I also also lead a Versati young adult group. Mm-hmm. And so that has been a fun involvement with the parish as well. That's awesome. How long have you been teaching? So I'm actually in my fifth year at Our Lady Mount Carmel, and I actually first was a student there. So I oftentimes will joke with the kids, like, even though it's my fifth year, it's really like more than that, because I was a student there for nine years. So that's always a good joke to make with them. But yeah, now I'm teaching amongst people who taught me. So it's nice to make a full circle connection. Yeah. So you said you were a lifelong Catholic, but do you remember a time before you truly had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Yeah, I feel like since I had a great foundation presented to me by going to Our Lady Mount Carmel Catholic School, but I feel like it wasn't until maybe seventh grade that my teacher at the time, Mr. Seger, he had us all learn about St. Teresa of Avila's spiritual castles. And I just remember thinking, how cool is that, you know, to really learn about the saints. And I eventually made St. Teresa of Avila my confirmation saint. And that's when I really started getting into journaling and just kind of really trying to find that personal connection with Christ. Nice. Wow. Is he still a teacher today? He is not. So if he's listening, then... Hello. <laughs> well, everybody's listening to this. It's right. Of course. <laughs> that's awesome. So would you say that that's your concrete moment to have a relationship or is that when you just kind of open the door to know Christ more personally? I think that was just opening the door because I, before just been learning all of the stories of the Bible, but that's when I realized that this faith could be more than just going through the motions. Um, Every time I went on a retreat, whether that be my confirmation retreat or a retreat through my high school, um, that's when I found my strongest connection with Christ. But it wasn't really until um, when I felt a really powerful experience when I was on the Summerfest retreat with Versati. And this was after college and I'd been teaching. And that's when I realized God speaks to each of us in his own way because he, he he knows us in our own ways. And I've always felt that God speaks to me through music and through other people in my everyday life. So the story goes like this. I was journaling during adoration and in the background was 
the musician out of darkness playing the background. And I started to pray to God saying, how do you speak to me? Because I don't know if I'm just hearing this voice in my head and it's just my own words, or is it really you? Like, how can I decipher between your voice, God, or is it just my words that I'm feeding myself? And it was then after that prayer that I was praying actually with Lynn Nyers and Rex Run. And as they were praying with me, the music started to amplify and getting louder and louder and louder with Christ in the room through the Eucharist that even Lynn Nyers had to stop and just let me hear those words. And after the music stopped playing, she said, you know, I, I just felt that I had to stop because I felt like God was trying to speak to you through the music. And that's when I just got chills up and down my body. Like, okay, so it's not just me making it up, like knowing that God knows me so well, more than I know myself, that he speaks through me through music, through other people. And that's what's really cool to know that he'll speak to you differently than he will me. Yeah. That's what awesome. a beautiful got, story, Pam. I love that. I got chills hearing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putting myself there. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So what, what happened after that? God speaks to you through music. What, what do you do with that? So I feel like uh, even though I don't necessarily play a whole lot of music or I don't have the voice of an angel, I still love to, you know, cheer out the music and even take secular music and just realize that you can find God even in that if you just interpret the words of a love song, because mm -hmm. any love song can be God's love song because God's love for us is shown through everything. Um and so I do that, but then I also have been doing Father Mike Schmidt's Bible in a Year podcast. And so I'm taking a little break from music in the mornings and turning on that podcast to hear his voice in other ways. Nice. That's awesome. And how's that going for you so far? Pretty good. Um, I will say I do time and a half him because I... I because it's only a seven minute route to Our Lady, so I want I just put them on um, fast forward, I guess. And I so it's been going really well. I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. hard to put Father Mike on fast forward because he talks so fast already <laughs> that if on fast forward is like double fast forward. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I think he even admits it too when he's doing his podcast, like, okay, I need to slow down. <laughs> so yeah. he knows it about himself too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Pam, after having that sort of, you know, some people refer to it as like a retreat high at that moment right. at, at Summerfest, how do you continue to love that in your everyday life? I, yeah, I completely agree. When I, when you leave a retreat, you're so connected and you have to be intentional with it every day. You have to wake up and choose to find God in every day because he's always there. He's always there wanting to speak to you if you will just let him. And so I try to wake up every day and find my God moment every single day, whether that be through the words of my students no matter how young they are, I feel like God speaks through me, to me, through my students, even the kindergartners. Yeah. So I intentionally try to seek him out every day, whether that be going to mass, receiving the Eucharist, through my daily conversations. 
but it is a choice that you have to make because he's always there if you're willing to hear his voice. Nice. That's awesome. I'm already like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm hearing the theme of the Lord speaks to you in your unique personal way. And you actually have to say yes to him and hear it. So right. I had to say it out loud because I hope other people hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. And sometimes you don't want to listen because if you feel like he's trying to tell you to do one thing, you're like, but really, is that really what you want me to do? <laughs> um, <laughs> So, but I try to find comfort in the fact that if God uniquely made me and he knows me better than I know myself, then his will for me is what is going to make me the most, the is going to make me the happiest. Mm -hmm. And it will, even though it might put you through some suffering and tragedy and stuff, there's always, you know, a a hill and a valley. There's always going to be. That's Exactly. What uh, what kind of gifts do you think the Lord has given you to help you evangelize to others besides teaching, of course? I think some of my gifts are that I'm very social and I've always tried to tell people this too, that there's a difference between being nice and being hospitable because it's easy to be nice, but there's effort in being hospitable to others. So For example, I try to be the one to connect people into the groups. And if anybody's new to a situation, I always invite them in because everybody loves to be invited. So oftentimes with Versati, if I know someone has recently moved to the area, I will be the one to say, hey, come on and join our small group. Like it's a great chance to get to know each other and um, talk about our faith. But we also have a great time socially as well. So I think that... Sometimes we each get in our own element and we are too in this individual mindset and forget that it's not just our lives that we're living, but we're living for each other too. Yeah. Nice. Pam, you know, at Our Lady, we like to say we're grateful no matter what. What are you grateful for no matter what? I Maybe it's cliche, but I think of that faith, family, friends in that order because there's been, I feel like everybody goes through lows and the lowest of lows, you need God to pull you out. But then right behind God is your family. And so I have a great support system with my mom and dad. Um, they still live in Indiana and I'm only about 20 minutes away from them. So every time I'm in need, I can turn to them and I know that they will be my support. And then surrounding myself with good people too in my um, Versace group or just making those strong connections with everybody I meet. That's awesome. You've kind of already mentioned it so far, but we like to say staying salty. We're trying to redeem that phrase instead of being mm-hmm. bad. We're trying to make it sound like, you know, you're, you're sharpening your sword. You're becoming a good disciple of God. So how are you staying salty specifically? I would say I'm staying salty by seeking out God every day and every moment and trusting that he's going to uniquely speak to me if I just ask. Mm-hmm. Good one. Good one. Pam, we'd like to end with a call to action to our listeners. Do you have a call to action for them? I would say to similar to the staying salty that to 
seek out those God moments yeah. of every day, no matter how small, and don't let your mind just think, oh, well, that's just ironic. Because if you think about it, nothing's purely ironic because God's behind everything good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. That's awesome. Well, you have just been great and a wealth of knowledge again. Uh, let us end with a prayer as we always do. And we'll pray for your soul and the souls of your students and that you actually teach them something. <laughs> In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for Pam's life. Thank you for her willingness and her seeking you every day, seeking you in every every way that she can through her students, through music, through other people, through podcasts. Lord, please use her example to teach others to seek you out every day and to say yes to you. Lord, this is a small request, but it would change a lot of lives. Please help others seek yourself. We ask this all in your name as we pray. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. To all of our listeners, stay salty.